Hey everybody and welcome to Me Cook Pretty, the bi-weekly cooking challenge podcast where myself and my co-host Clark Hodges, hi Clark. Hey buddy. Where we challenge ourselves to new and interesting ways to cook in the kitchen um, and this week, Clark, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we did this week? Yeah, this week Riley and I were getting nuts. And uh, that's exactly what it sounds like. We put nuts in everything. Nuts. Everything. Every day. Well, I mean, at least one thing a day. You know. Yeah. That's, that's it, tr- <laughs> it turned out to be a lot more than that for yeah. me anyway. Because I, I bought all these nuts and didn't know what to do with them. And so they just started ending up in everything. Yep. I mean, I just I just made a spinach and walnut pizza because I, <laughs> I had walnuts. walnuts. Yep. I found out a really cool thing to do with the extra walnuts I had was to grate them over everything. Ooh, that sounds very It looks fancy. really nice. It's like a white powdery kind of thing. Hmm. Um, really cool looking. And a really good way to, to fudge your way to making it a nut dish. Yeah, yeah. So that was the challenge. Getting nuts, going nuts, whatever you want to call it. Uh, what were the restrictions? It was any type of nut. I think we included coconut, but I don't think any of us really... I, I used that I once or twice, maybe. But, but in conjunction with other nuts, right? Yeah. I also I expanded the rules for myself to include some seeds because... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw Just, that. There was some sunflower usage. Yeah, yeah. Sunflower seeds were kind of the only thing that I, that I expanded hmm. on. I think okay. they're close enough. Kind of. It's kind of a flower nut. <laughs> I guess that's all a seed <laughs> really flower is. Flower nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if you discovered any allergies this week. You know, I feel great, so um, <laughs> I good. think I'm okay. Okay, uh, okay, but uh, but who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe it's something that's building up, waiting to manifest itself. Hmm. Well, let's get to the ugly stuff before the pretty stuff, and yeah. uh, talk about our burnt ends. <laughs> Okay, so I have one very prominent burnt end this week, mm. um, and that is my attempt at sunflower pancakes. They looked really good. They were good. They were good. Um, okay. It wasn't the flavor that was wrong. Oh, okay. So <laughs> oh, what no. I did, what, how I make my pancake batter is I usually just blend up whatever I want as the flour base mm-hmm. in my Ninja. Um like be it wheat berries or oats or whatever, I just put it, the whole thing in the blender and blend it up that way, so it's all fresh flour. But yeah, sounds good. Um, it's really good. So you sometimes I'll add extra stuff in there. Like this week, I was putting hemp seeds in there and um, and some sesame seeds and just different kind of grains, a little bit of barley here and there, just to see how it changed the consistency and the flavor and all that. Hmm, okay. And sunflower seeds were one of my additions. Um, one of the one of the days this challenge and i put too many in there and it basically turned into a sunflower butter pancake (laughs) and every bite was a gag inducing sort of project to chew on and it needed so much syrup i went through so much syrup Uh, um luckily i made uh i made a batch of coconut simple this week so Hmm. i had plenty of syrup but man it was a challenge it was like eating a stale cliff bar 
was yeah so it was just like hard and crunchy or what no, was it was it? just no no it was like super butter like like peanut butter like think of oh. eating not a tablespoon of peanut butter but like a half a cup of peanut butter in your mouth oh yeah that's Ugh, I just need milk yeah. just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, right? It, that's exactly what these pancakes did. It was so bad. They tasted amazing, but the <laughs> consistency was rough, to say the least. Huh. But wow. I went through I went through probably a cup of syrup in that in that breakfast. So Wow. I feel like at a certain point, just pour some coffee on it. And... Right, I know. <laughs> well, luckily I... <laughs> Luckily, I had some on the side to help me through that because that was a that was more of a challenge than cooking with nuts every day. Hmm, that reminds me of like that saltine challenge where they say you can't eat more than like fifteen saltines. That's that's a, that's a straight up lie. I we put one of my coworkers up to that mm-hmm. and filmed it, and he crushed it within like half of the time limit. I was gonna say I feel like I eat saltines four at a time all the time. Like yeah, I, right. That's uh, so that's you why just do that a few like times that. in a row. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, part of it is you can't drink anything. Uh, True, but I still feel like I could crush that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do that for a bonus episode one of these days. Yeah. But, <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm sure that's going to be great radio. The two of us <laughs> eating four saltines at a time. Next, we'll do the cinnamon challenge. We're going to make the best radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my burnt end was more on a a depressing side of things sad yeah because like so the night we recorded the challenge and and decided that nuts was going to be the challenge i went and i made granola with like almonds and pecans and cashews i just knocked it out because i'm like you know what like (laughs) i'm just gonna do like the make sure that i will always have something uh with nuts in it yeah so i can like you know pass that mark and i did i had granola for breakfast almost every morning uh, but there's one day where I had granola for breakfast and then it got towards the end of the day and I hadn't had anything else with nuts. And I'm like, well, it kind of feels cheap to like just have my granola count because I don't know. It seemed too easy where it's like, yeah. you know, that's, that's not challenging. I needed to like force nuts in there at some other point. So I ended up making like a, a midnight peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it was incredibly depressing. <sighs> and I felt so just stupid (laughs) you know just sitting there like tired wanting to go to bed and just kind of eating this eating a sandwich out of obligation (laughs) yeah i didn't want that sandwich i oh you should have you definitely should have live streamed yourself like (laughs) depressed depressedly eating this peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah it was bad it was oh i'm sorry buddy that's tough no it's okay it just kind of felt like a low you know yeah 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 those times that you don't that is a low yeah Um, yeah well so you you had an emotional low and i almost couldn't keep my breakfast down low so (laughs) i feel like i feel like those are some seriously burnt ends yeah that's a pretty solid burnt end right there on the plus side we've got some kitchen updates We had a hard time not talking about this constantly before the show, so I'm excited, <laughs> right? I I'm know. excited to actually get on the show and, and be I, able to talk I, about it. Exactly. Uh, I I this so this doesn't relate to the nuts challenge at all. It's just a it's just a kitchen update. It's just something that I've been needing to make for myself for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Lowe's today and got myself uh, the supplies necessary to build myself a tofu press. Yay! So I will be making my own tofu starting tomorrow. 
Um, so say goodbye to store-bought tofu because I've heard that homemade stuff is the only way to go hmm. once you start making it. So um, that's awesome. And in the meantime, you know, I've just I was walking around Lowe's and there are so many cool things for your kitchen that aren't priced like cool things for your kitchen. Like these yeah. really cool chunks of wood for cutting boards and um, serving trays and all that kind of stuff for dirt cheap compared to what you could get them for at a kitchen store, you know? Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to remember that like a cutting board is literally just wood. I it's mean, a, well, that's why it's called a board. It's yeah. a, it's a board that you cut on. But I mean, if you were to buy a twenty inch by like or like an eighteen by two foot cutting board, like butcher block style, it oh yeah, you'd you'd pay a handsome penny. You, you'd be looking at a couple hundred bucks, but at the hardware store, it's thirty dollars for yeah. a giant countersized piece of hardwood that would work for a cutting board no problem yeah and you can get some mineral oil is that food safe what do they use on cutting boards yeah i i use uh i I mean i just use whatever neutral cooking oil i have in the kitchen i'm sure that's not advised because it can spoil (laughs) it goes rancid i guess or something. yeah yeah whatever that's a great kitchen update uh so you got you made a tofu board uh i guess we'll shout out to june's kitchen the youtube channel yeah uh, yeah definitely um that's what that's what inspired me to do it kind of uh, or at least give me the idea for the basic design of it yeah he which posted. i which i within the first half of a cut i prominently messed up so um <laughs> you were using a jigsaw right yeah it's which is not, not... <laughs> a jigsaw and my kitchen counter to stabilize it so oh boy and my other hand to to stabilize it there i didn't even have like a vice or outdoors or anything it was all in my kitchen, so th- my kitchen is a big sawdust mess right now. Wow. We're going to have to – if there are any other projects you want to do, just bring them over here across the state, and we can <laughs> work oh, in a man. proper wood shop. I'll, I will I will just build up some projects. There's a couple that I want to do. So Yeah, for sure. I have some stuff I want to do too. I love Great. working in the shop, so that'd be fun. What, what, uh, what did you add? Uh, well, I, I had a hunch we were going to do the nut challenge sooner than later, because we just were both really excited about it in the show notes and stuff. We have a big long list of all the, the potential challenges, and that's one that I feel like both of us had kind of marked in some way. Um, yeah, definitely. So I kind of had a hunch that was coming up. So I was at Costco, and I saw a food processor, and I'm like, yeah, I am definitely going to need that uh, for for these challenges. Oh, yeah. And lo and behold, it was super handy. Oh, uh, so man, I got, food I, processors. Yeah, I've used it. I mean, I used it to make my pizza sauce tonight because yeah. I bought just like canned, um, like kind of chopped tomatoes, but they're definitely, I don't like the tomato paste because it's not the color of tomatoes. It's like, yeah. Dar- yeah. It's like dark no. red or like yep. tomato sauce. It's like dark red and that's not what tomatoes actually look like. Um, so I, I buy like bigger chunk tomatoes and just blend it down yeah. and my blender, I don't know. The blender works fine, but the food processor is so much easier to get, like, to just throw, like, garlic and stuff in there, and you know it's not going to get stuck in the blades. You know you're not going to have to be fishing it out with a fork. Like, yep. it's so much easier. So I got myself just a $25 food processor, and I am so pleased with it. Yeah, uh, cool. I also do – I'll talk about this when they actually arrive in the mail a little bit, but I'm trying to switch away from paper towels entirely. Yeah. Uh, so I have Great. some regs coming in the mail. Um I'm just going to try and, you know, like not just just use towels and just do laundry. (laughs) Yeah. It's really not a big deal. And I feel like uh, 
it, I'd feel a little bit better about my impact. But that's that's a kitchen update for a later day. But it's something I'm lining up where I'm trying cool. to ease into just using towels for everything instead of paper towels. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I think it it'll feel right, you know. Yeah. And, and some people see that as a step backwards where it's like, well, the reason we invented paper towels is so we wouldn't have to do laundry. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like kind of going back to earlier days, but whatever. Maybe we yeah. maybe we knew something else back then. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of satisfying to wash all your own stuff, you know, like do your dishes by hand and wash your kitchen towels. And yeah, there's something there's something to be said for doing that work. Yeah, it just feels a little bit more like yours. Yeah, uh, exactly. Not just like the garbages or yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's my kitchen cool. update, and I used it, man, because I bought a, a Costco bag of of slivered almonds, but I don't want slivered almonds in everything. So no, I, yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to change those <laughs> yep. and in an efficient manner, not just chopping <laughs> them up by hand, which is possible, but also a giant pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did find out a lot about cashews too, but we'll talk about that on the. Uh, the meat and potatoes, but do we have a squeeze lined up this week? I think so. Uh, I think we're going to take a short little break here and we will be right back with the bulk of the episode where we talk about what we made all week. Wikipedia defines banter as if everyone reading this donated $3, we could end our, well, this isn't right. Then you say something funny. See, I came up with a joke, and uh, then you have to. That's how improv works. What's this now? We're doing improv. That's what our show's Are about. Are you trying to say improve? No. Or we're improving our comedy. We're working on it, yes. But 20 minutes of banter, we we tell jokes, we talk about our weeks, we have callers sounds, who prompt us like to talk about This sounds like the fever delusions things. of a madman. It was a ketamine-conceived idea, but we've actually executed it pretty well for over 100 episodes now. I mean, it's a little hit or miss, but if you bear with us, it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's pretty funny. I enjoy doing it. I'm I'm gonna be the antagonist in this, so I'm I'm not on board. You're gonna have to pitch this a little harder. You, you're on the show. You you do it with convince me. convince me that this is worth my time. You've been doing it for 103 episodes. You, I'm still on the fence. I, I felt I'm not like 100%. I felt like you were on board with this. Mm, this. I could take it or leave it. This seemed like something. I mean, do you like hanging out with me, childhood sure, best friend Dan? Sure. Sure. Okay. And, and you he, like hanging out with me, childhood best friend, Austin? Yes. I like that we both went back in time and decided to become childhood best friends in order to do this bit. But that, still. It started a paradox. It's slowly Tommy knockering reality. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Tommy knockering everything. Or it's Cloverfielding it, depending on what your, your reference point is. It's a lot of pop culture stuff, too, yeah. folks. So buckle up. <laughs> you say Cloverfield. I say Tommy knocker. Let's call the whole thing off. Good night, everyone. Listen to 20 Minutes of Banter. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Uh, so we were just talking right b- during the squeeze about uh, how delicious some of the things we made were that were kind of unexpected. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Did we have some good stuff this week? Yeah. I feel like, boy, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of I kind of have some like deeper thoughts about this challenge. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, go, go right ahead. Yeah. I know that we usually go for light and stuff, but I... <sighs> So I guess I'm I'm very much an omnivore. Um I have a freezer full of meat uh and and I'm still very much in the mindset of like a meal has a protein and a and like a carb and a side. 
And mm-hmm. it's been kind of hard for me to shake that where it's like protein equals meat. So it's like my, my meal starts with the meat and then it's like, what's good with that? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this week actually really helped me kind of move past that uh, in a way that I, I wasn't expecting. I thought it would be kind of a long process because I've had such this habit, but I made this salad this week that was, um, it was a lazy salad. It was because again, like I hadn't really done the challenge. I had already had some like leftovers for dinner when I got home from work, but they just weren't that good. So it's like, I want something else, but I don't want to make a full meal. So I just put like spinach and then I'm like, what do I have? I have oranges and I have cashews and I have like olive and or olive oil and vinegar. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to try this. Just something super simple. And I really liked it. It like was very much enough. And I was yeah. eating it and I'm like, why why am I complicating things? Why why am I <laughs> racking my brain to think of a complicated thing when I literally like three ingredients, like spinach, oranges, nuts, and it was really good. Yeah. And Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't I just kind of felt silly. I'm like this is it? Like this is all it took because it was good ingredients, they're fresh ingredients. And it was a combination that I had thought about, and and it just went well together, like cashews and oranges, really good combo. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, for sure. Anyway, it, this this challenge actually like pushed me in a direction I was wasn't expecting to go in, I guess. Uh, yeah. And the direction of not meeting uh, a, a protein per se, even though there is protein in spinach, right? Oh yeah, there's. I mean, there's a ton in in all all plants but that's that's a conversation for another time <laughs> yeah yeah anyway i wasn't expecting that um yeah no that's great that's uh, and that looked incredible yeah it was really good and then also uh you can throw nuts in so many things and you literally won't notice half the time <laughs> like, oh yeah oh I, man i'll tell I, you what um i i combined so i made uh coconut milk yogurt uh uh-huh. um, oh that week. looked really good too did you sous vide yes. that or how did you it do that it was so easy uh yeah so i i just put it in the jars so i i took a tablespoon of other yogurt mm-hmm. um so i just bought a yogurt from the store and took a tablespoon of it um and put it in the bottom of each jar so i made two jars and then i filled those jars to the top with just a can of coconut milk huh um the can the can like the culinary coconut milk and uh and then set the sous vide to 109 and let them sit overnight um, with just the lids exposed. Huh. And then stirred them up and put them in the fridge, and they thickened up in a couple hours. You're kidding me. Um, and then I used them for I used it for sour cream on tacos this week. I oh, had man. it by itself, but I also put um, a bunch of like sunflower seeds, hemp seeds, and walnuts in the yogurt hmm. with a little bit of that coconut simple that I made. Mm. Oh man, it's just like coconut milk yogurt is that you make yourself, not the shit you buy at the store, because um, it's got a bunch of stuff in it that kind of detracts from the whole value of it. Huh. Um, it just doesn't have that same kind of fatty sweetness that coconuts are supposed to have. Hmm. Um, okay. Could I use coconut cream, or is that going to be a little too much? It'll be a little much. You could add like you could add almond milk or oat milk or something to oh, it. Oh, okay. To, I'll do um, that. That's I did. I added oat milk to both of those containers that I've been making, um, hmm. just to kind of get a little extra flavor in there. But let me tell you what, man. Um, 
that was so satisfying. It was the same kind of same kind of realization as far as how simple things can be and how satisfying they can still be. Yeah, yeah. Because it was one. I mean, we think of yogurt as one ingredient, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was one ingredient with like a few toppings, um, and it was the perfect food for that time of day. Um, yeah, that sounds great. And it's not and unhealthy. I mean, it's n- not. It's no, it's kind of fatty, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm active enough that I don't really worry about it um but it it just like speaks to the speaks to the value of making things yourself like if you're going to eat something regularly like yogurt or like salad or whatever Mm -hmm. stop buying the pre-made stuff and try to make it yourself because you're never going to go back Mm -hmm. and as soon as you do that with all your favorites you're going to love being in the kitchen making all your staples all the time and as soon as you figure out what you like, you can start buying in bulk, and then it'll get way cheaper than what you buy in stores. So much cheaper. I pay. I mean, I've been I've been on about this for a couple of weeks, and if you follow <laughs> us on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, you'll know that I post pictures of this every couple of days. I am in love with the oat milk that I make, and it's eighty cents a gallon. That's nuts. I, I also it, get really cheap oats. I don't know if I can make it for that, but I well, I mean, under anywhere under a dollar a pound, I think is doable. Hmm. Um, and my God, does it make a difference? Um, and yeah, go to the store and a half gallon of almond milk that's thickened with eight different things is going to run you between like four and $6, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm paying lie, 80 cents for a gallon. I have a uh, nutbags coming in the mail. <laughs> oh, you do. Oh my I God. I they're going to change your life. Mm-hmm. They're going to change your life, man. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, that's that, great. That is, along with a kitchen scale, like we talked about in last episode, yep. a strainer bag or nut milk bag or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. will equally change your life. I mean, like, it's not just for nut milk or whatever. It's it's for anything that you need to strain. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's perfect. It's the perfect tool. It's like, you know, anytime you find yourself trying to press into something, like over a, a metal mesh filter, which is fine. You can You can squeeze stuff through that a little bit, but... When you can actually like use your wrists and twist the oh, liquid out man. of something, yeah, that's it works different... so much better. Yeah, yep, yep. And I've done it with cheesecloth in the past, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it's so, so much <laughs> harder and weirder with cheesecloth, and you ha- you don't really reuse cheesecloth. No, whereas these nylon nut milk bags are like reusable endlessly. And you buy two. You use one for cold brew coffee and one for all your nuts, and oh, you're good to go. Man, tell you what. I'm so excited yeah. for cold brew season. Oh man, I'm I'm excited that you're getting those. I because I looked at those this week because yeah, <laughs> I was gonna try a bunch of different nut milks, but I'm I just like I'm so hooked on the shit that I'm making. <laughs> yeah, keep doing it until you're sick of it. Yep. <laughs> Let's see. So what else? Okay. So for the nut challenge, like I said, I tried to just add nuts to literally everything. Making a stir yeah. fry, add nuts. Uh, making a salad, add nuts. Making oh oh, I do need to ask, what was the favorite thing that you made? This favorite challenge. thing that I made, uh, so this, I I don't, I mean, I feel like a little bit of a cheater for including sunflower seeds, but. That's um, okay, whatever. Uh, they're, they're just so close. I yeah. Mean, and nutritionally, they're very similar, so. It goes just, in a trail mix, it's really similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, homemade sunflower butter was, Ooh. It, is so good. It's so gross until you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I you stick a bunch of sunflower seeds in the food processor, 
and process them for forever, it seems like, because mm. it just kind of turns into this blob of grainy sunflower seeds yeah. and just kind of like slowly moves around the the um, food processor. Mm-hmm. And you just keep processing, keep processing. And it's like making butter in the KitchenAid with whipping cream, you know. Um, you just <laughs> keep going. And then finally, like, one of the times around, that big glob of sunflower seeds releases all the oil. And it oh. just turns into this beautiful sunflower butter. Huh. And then you taste it. It tastes like absolute garbage. Because it's <laughs> I use raw sunflower seeds, so they're super bitter. And they Wait. don't have any sweetness or saltiness or anything to them. Why didn't you roast them? Well, because I just I wanted to try it this way. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Carry and on. And because I'm lazy, so um, <laughs> so then I added I added a little bit of salt and a little bit of that coconut simple, uh, and oh man, was it mm. so good, so good! It's like the best almond butter you've ever had. That sounds um, really good. Yeah, it, that that was the biggest surprise. Um, although I did really, as far as like upping my presentation game that grating walnuts is you got to try it with the microplane yeah, yeah i have a microplane uh, i'll have one of those soon yeah it's it's pretty cool and you can go through i mean you can actually get a decent amount of walnuts on something without really noticing huh um i was grating them on top of my pancakes and stuff i guess that could look really good especially if you get like a, a pre- like presentation ring and stuff where you can kind of yeah totally yeah. shape them huh or yep, even just do like on half of it, like if you have a perfect like a circular thing and you just dust half of it. Yeah, totally. That's a sharp look. Yeah. Huh. What what was your what was your uh highlight? Oh boy. Um that salad was really good. I did yeah. really I really enjoyed the granola. Uh I made these almond breaded pork chops with like a oh, pe- yeah, with yeah. a peanut sauce. <sighs> it was Double really nuts. good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was well, really single to... nut and legume. If we're being technical, mm-hmm. those those bush nuts, those root nuts, <laughs> whatever. Uh, it has nut in the name, so uh, yeah, yeah. And it was really good. I I sous vide the pork chops for a couple hours. Oh, nice! At, like... Getting that sous vide some some work. <laughs> yep. And I think I got them to like one twenty, one thirty, whatever the lowest thing you can do for pork. I think it's one thirty. Uh-huh. Uh, so I got it to the lowest possible setting for pork. Uh, and I took it out, and then I just bread it, or I did the whole like uh, flour, and then egg, and then just really ground up almonds. Cool. That that I toasted just for just until they were fragrant. Oh, by the way, toasted almonds. <sighs> okay, you know how there are like some really good kitchen smells, like yeah, gar- like garlic and butter, or uh, like baking bread. Yeah. I found out that toasting almonds is on par. It is so good. Oh, does it smell like almond extract? Yeah, it smells like huh. almond extract, and it's so good. And you have to be careful because you can burn them. Yeah, uh, and you have to make sure and turn your pan halfway through because it it'll just burn half of it, and that'll be awkward. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it it seriously was captivating. I opened the oven, huh. and, or I even just got close to the oven, and I'm like, oh wow, I gotta that try is that. So good, yeah. And I don't, you know, with roasting most things, I don't follow any kind of recipe or anything. I I grind it up i put it on a baking pan um and i just turn it to like 300 and i just do that for i don't know <laughs> until <laughs> until it smells right you'll know yeah yeah until i think about it again yeah you can it's pretty easy to tell by smell like when when something's getting close to its burning point yeah and the the clue is if you smell it it's probably done 
like yeah. with nuts at least and with roasting stuff in general the second like the smell kind of wafts over to you it, it's it's there or at mm-hmm. least it's really close so yep. yeah don't wait to smell it burned just yeah once the once it's actually i mean that's why they say roast it until it's fragrant right yeah exactly like, yeah if you can smell it it's done so yeah anyway all that to say roasting almonds so good and then i um yeah breaded the pork chops with the almonds and then just fried them in just like a little bit of oil man it was was a bit messy i ended up with like a really frothy oily you know my pan was it was easy to clean but it looked terrible it looked like i had slaughtered an almond oh man my uh, my hmm? kitchen is regularly a a disaster zone i mean (laughs) i Uh use i somehow almost every day of the week use every dish that i own because i just like i like putting stuff in prep bowls yep just yep just because, you know, I like I don't need to, but I like to. It makes it a lot easier. I think I own a dozen pinch bowls and I'm constantly looking for clean pinch bowls. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I know. Yeah. I I've so I've started to save uh I I buy this when I'm feeling a little bit decadent and a little mm-hmm. bit lazy. I buy this uh chocolate pudding. Oh. Is made in Bozeman. That's really cool. It's made out of um butter beans. What? Um, yeah, right? I know. It's actually really, really good. The company okay. is called Wayfair. They're out of Bozeman. Um, Wayfair is out of Bozeman? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of the travel website. Never mind. Uh, oh, no, yeah. This is the uh, not, this not is that. the vegan food company. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They make all sorts of like ranch dips and cheese dips and all sorts of pudding and that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, I they come in. the pudding comes in little four-packs like when you were a kid, you know? Nice, And I've yeah. been saving the cups because they make perfect pret bowls. Like huh. perfect little pinch bowls. Um, they're not glass or anything, right? No, they're plastic. They're cheap as shit, and they <laughs> look awful. But <laughs> they work. They that's work why, really well. That's why I haven't seen them in the photos, huh? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe on a uh, a top view you'll be able to see them because oh, uh, then funny. you can't really tell what they are. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, there, there's something to be said for doing all your prep work. There's it's it's very satisfying and it makes the whole cooking process a lot easier and a lot more controlled mm-hmm. and you can kind of add stuff as you as you feel instead of like having something almost burning and you're trying to chop something else that has to go in next but you need to control the heat on mm-hmm. the stove you know it just it turns into a mess sometimes so do your I prep found, work it's kind of fun yeah I found like having the right mise en place helps me with cooking so much because like if I don't uh, <clears throat> Like, I have all my stuff in my little bowls and everything, uh, and then everything kind of goes into the pan, and then I just kind of go and clean up some of the bowls and stuff. And that, that incentivizes me not to just stand over the pan and just poke at it constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, it yep. gives – it gives I let everything hang out in the pan so it can actually, like, get some color and get a little bit of char on there. Like, it's, it's just – it's a really good reason to step away because it's like, yep, I'm going to kind of deal with these because if I don't, I'm just going to have a ton of little bowls everywhere. Uh, so that was – yeah, those pork chops with the peanut sauce. Really, the peanut sauce stole the show. I, I will say, cool. though, I don't know. It, it made for really bad leftovers, just hmm. really bad leftovers. Like, I couldn't even finish. It's like The, the, pork, the peanut like, sauce did or the pork? Uh, the the almonds, the almond breading. Uh, did it kind of get soggy? Yeah, it got soggy, and it just didn't reheat. Right, it was bad. It was bad. Hmm. I really, I really didn't like it. Um, so now I know. Don't, Good to know. Yeah. Don't just cook all of it, planning to eat most of it or like half of it the next day. Yeah. 
Yep, only make what you're going to eat. That was, yeah, it was not pleasant. Uh, and I'm excited. Uh, do you think you're going to keep doing this challenge? You know, I do have a pantry full of nuts now. So, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I'm kind of obligated to. Um, I was going to ask, how did you buy your nuts? Just in bulk. I bought them all in bulk. Okay, so the bulk store that I have in my town, Lucky's, it's if it's on sale, you can get a pretty good deal on nuts, but nothing was. So I ended up going just to Albertsons or just whatever you know grocery store you have in your area. And if you go to the baking section, you can get nuts there, and it's usually like that blue diamond stuff. Yeah. And then there's the generics, which are a little bit cheaper. Ignore that. Ignore that completely. That stuff is so expensive. Yeah. You can pay like $8 for a bag of almonds. Look and see if they have like a bulk section, like trail mix or all that stuff just in a generic bag. I got my stuff in like generic bags where it just had a sticker literally that's like walnuts, three ninety nine, yep. And it was like in the produce section, like underneath all the fruit on these racks. Like yep. it was not pretty. It was not name brand. It wasn't anything. But it was half the price of of any other nut in that store. So that's how I got all mine, um, yep. because not everybody has a Whole Foods or a bulk. You know, it, Lucky's was expensive. I think I probably paid less at Albertsons, but only because I got the the generic stuff. Yeah, like like uber generic. Yeah. I don't even know what I'd call that. So nuts are tough, man. They're they're expensive, but there are cheap ways to buy them. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, bulk stores and look for look for sales and. And the um the way I did it was we have uh options to buy like most of the nuts that we sell we have like the pieces like the chopped up oh yeah 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 discarded pieces and those are typically half the price of like the whole raw stuff so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I bought walnut pizzas and ca- pieces and cashew pieces uh for for pretty cheap nice yeah and a pound of nuts I mean it'll go pretty far especially That'll if you're go just a using long it as way. a yeah, unless you're making something like almond milk or something like that, it yeah. it'll go quite a long ways. So, yeah, I don't think I would, you know, if I did put nuts on everything every day, I feel like that would kind of get expensive. Um, yeah, for sure. But, but not I, that much I, more expensive than like cheese. No, I know. Uh, it, it's it's just one of those things that like it, if you make it replace something else in your diet, it's not going to cost you anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a great nut challenge. I think I, I'm in the same boat where I, I have all these nuts. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of already, like, put a bunch of them in pinch bowls, too, just for, like, photos and stuff. So yeah, I yeah. don't really want to try and pour them out of pinch bowls back into bed. Yeah, just, gonna, just just pinch them onto stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to do that. I'm just going <laughs> to kind of slowly go through stuff. Cashews were my favorite thing. to. Cashews are – oh, yeah. Cashews yeah. and pecans are my favorite. Pecans are really good. But, man, you sprinkle cashews on stuff, you – will literally barely notice i made even like the spaghetti or the the sauce that i made for the pizza i ate this this evening i threw just a couple healthy pinches of cashews just in the tomato sauce and i didn't notice a difference so maybe maybe that's a waste of money but yeah um, whatever whatever i mean i wanted to see what would happen and it didn't really change much it just kind of looked like i threw a ton of garlic in there but yeah they're they're cool. Cashews are creamy and and chewy and yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah, Man, I want to make cashew so milk, good. but it'd be so expensive. Yeah, yeah, almonds are usually cheaper. Um, yeah, or oats. Oats. Everybody. Oats. oats. I oat put milk. up the uh, the recipe to my oat milk on Instagram today. So nice. Um, you'll have to check that out. 
and we will have some recipes on our Patreon pages as well. We'll let you know. We'll let you guys know more about the Patreon stuff as it comes along. Um, we're thinking. I mean, we're thinking ahead. We're going to have a lot of. We want to have. Uh, how do I put this? We want it to be worth people's while before we even put a Patreon out there. You yep. know, we want a nice yep. backlog of content. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, but just know that like, we we want to create so much more content for you, uh, and we're doing that. And we'll let you be a part of it here before too long. Let's see. What are we on to? Beats and jams. Beats and jams. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you uh, that the only thing I've listened to outside of the Stumbleline Pandora station <laughs> uh-huh. um, this week is... Uh, is caution by tiny moving parts. That's I, a very I, I good mean, song. I'm being, I'm being 98% honest with that. Um, it's, it, it's been, it's totally been my jam, but in the kitchen, it's been, it's been instrumental down tempo electronic. Like nice. usual. That's awesome. I did find a group this week called carbon based life forms. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That is wonderful. If, mm-hmm. if uh, anyone has not checked them out, they're pretty great. They're, Great cooking music. I love that kind of stuff for when I'm in the kitchen. So that's like chill hop, isn't it? Trip hop, kind of. Yeah, it's more new agey than trip hop, but hmm. um, okay. it's a good mix between the two. Hmm. What uh, about you? Kind of like tiny moving parts. I listen to modern baseball. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, which is an emo group that's very spiteful and very mad at their parents, and that's fine. That's fine. Uh, and Carly Rae Jepsen's Emotion, which is such a good album. It's a pop masterpiece from I think 2016. Huh. It's very good. It it makes like there are some there's some good female pop stars out there, but w- when we're just talking about, about like consistently good and just fun pop, she is so good at it. So, yeah, Kylie Rae Jepsen's Emotion, uh Modern Baseball, and I've totally been binging on a podcast called The Black Tapes. So, it's a huh. uh, it's a fictional it's like a storytelling podcast where this reporter is going out to you know research some some unsolved mysteries and she finds herself in the middle of this whole conspiracy uh and it's called the black tapes she kind of does it like interview style with this doctor and she has these behind the scenes conversations with her producer and it's it's all acted but it's done really well it's really fun their sound design is pretty legit so cool uh the black tapes black tapes Uh, i can't I, i can't get off the adventure zone man Oh, I still, it's just, it changes you a little bit. Yeah, balance balance changed my life. It did, me too. I was talking about this with Austin last night. It literally, like, it it made me want to make cool things. Yeah, like, the creative energy in that show is is unbeatable. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just made me cry, like, a lot. Yeah, oh, so much, so many times. And when I was least expecting it, too. Mm -hmm. And, like... And that kind of hysterical laughter that you're like <laughs> desperate for something because you're you've been so sad and so happy all at once in the mm-hmm, last three mm-hmm. minutes. That kind of laughter that comes out of that is just yeah so valuable for your soul. You know, um, the Adventure Zone it. is is an absolutely incredible production. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. So podcasts are now a part of Beats and Jams, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Uh, let's see, listener stories. Anybody send us anything this week? You know, um, I have 
I don't have any stories from listeners okay. uh, in particular that that followed us, but I do have people that have chimed in about checking in on us on Instagram and how much fun that's been for them. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I've always kind of been like in my group of friends uh, across the all the places that I've lived. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been that person that's into super weird food. <laughs> and yep, yep. uh and all that and so people like to check in on what i'm eating i guess hmm. <laughs> so uh I, i've gotten some really positive feedback about that um just that it's fun to figure out what we're what we're making and um and uh, yeah i couldn't agree more it's it's been so much fun to share all that stuff yeah and we do have i mean just just the the response we've had to our instagram page and just all the new followers we've had recently it's so cool it makes it feel uh it's like we're making a family guys the food community (laughs) is so supportive yeah it's so fun and i feel like people get really excited about the stuff that we post and i feel like i share that excitement when i see like let's see uh courtney or her tag is on instagram is not like mama it's going to be her uh, food blog here but she just posted a picture of her dinner and it is unreal so let's see what is this Vegan French toast topped with berries, pure maple syrup, raw pecans, and coconut flakes. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's my kind of shit. That's right. So, I mean, we love it. It's so cool to to be forming our little family around Me Cook Pretty. Uh, but we do, of course, want to hear listener stories. If you participated in the Nut Challenge, um, that's so cool. Let us know how it went. Let us know your favorite recipes, uh, maybe what you were listening to. You can do all that with the Me Cook Pretty hashtag, right? Yes, absolutely. On on any social media platform that you that you prefer, um, mm-hmm. we'll, so just uh, do that. We'll see it. We'll like it. And uh, you know, if we really, if we want to know the recipe and stuff, we'd love to talk to you guys about it too. Uh, this is a this is a community, you know, where people who love food and just want to cook pretty things. So uh, let's do it together. 